Hey YouTube, welcome to the Pandora Theater. I'm Clint Chaffer. And I'm Chad Weeks. Clint, what movie are we going to watch this week? I think we're going to watch the ultimate Christmas film, It's a Wonderful Life. Ultimate Christmas film, that's a bold statement. It's a bold statement, but I think you're going to like it. And speaking of liking it, if you like this video, be sure to like the video. And we ask you to subscribe and ring the bell to get notified every time that we put out new content. And with that, get your popcorn, pour yourself a drink, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back. We just got done watching It's a Wonderful Life. Clint was right. It is the ultimate Christmas movie, and there's really Pretty no doubt. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt about it. Like I hate saying Clint's right on anything, but there's really no doubt about that one. That was a that was great. Um, I do want to start off by apologizing. One for the fact that I just apparently am really underdressed for this. Uh, I mean, I did not bring a top hat. And furthermore, I also want to address the fact that I am I am the shaggier version of Chad right now. And after the first of the year. I plan on cutting it down, but the thing is, the, the, the pandemic's got me to the point where I might as well just grow it out until Christmas. Yeah, so can... it's it's the quarantine dude. Exactly. You know? Come so on it's, now. I kind of dig it. You know, I mean, I look like I look like a homeless man who found a comb for the first time, which it is the first time I bought a comb. I, I had my wife uh, pick up a comb for me recently. That's the first comb that I've had in a long time. So All right. All right. <laughs> I'm excited about my first comb purchase in probably 20 years. So so one of the things, getting back to the movie, I'm yeah. happy about your comb, but yeah. I think we need to talk about this movie here. Absolutely, so absolutely. getting back to the movie, you know, we have to start out by just at least letting everybody know we watched it in color. Yeah. So we watched it in color. Um, and, and, I, and this – so. My, this is my second time watching it. The first time I watched this, my movie, first time. Yeah, this is. I watched it last last Christmas. Uh, I watched it on Christmas Eve, and uh, I want to set the set the tone a little bit for this because I watched it. Um, my wife and I were getting ready for Christmas the next day, and we were doing like those last minute chores. You know, like the she was baking some cookies or something really wholesome. I'm sure you know whatever. But we were uh, we're wrapping presents back and forth and that sort of thing and and all that stuff. And we had mo Christmas movies in the background. So we had like Jim Carrey's The Grinch and uh, and and the Santa Claus playing. So Batman Returns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go back to the last <laughs> week. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. We had that sort of thing going on just to get us like in the Christmas spirit as we cleaned the house and whatnot. And uh, and I randomly threw on It's a Wonderful Life. And, uh, and, and I remember I was actually filling up my fish tank and I stopped as I walked by and, 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 uh, I think that the, the, something about it, like captivated me. Like I just stopped and I, I lost all product productivity and I just sat there and watched this movie for about 15 minutes. And uh, I paused at that point and said, okay, I got to watch this. And, uh, and so I, I went back to it after we finished everything up and, and it was an absolute masterpiece. Like, so to talk about the black and the black and white versus color, um, we watched it in color. Obviously, that's yep. what I'm getting to in this. Um, the first time I watched it in black and white, uh, I told you afterwards that like I think we probably should have watched that in black and white for the first time. Well, you said there were some parts. I think specifically like one of the the bridge scene, right? Yeah. Uh, that you said was actually more almost theatrical in black and white than what it was in color. Correct. There was something. There was something perfect about the crisp clean black and white of that scene um that i don't feel like color did it any justice and i feel like they almost tried to revert back to a black and white type of of scene on that one but it it wasn't the same like i just there were certain aspects of the movie that i feel like black and white would have been better 
Um, and well, maybe it's just because that's the first time I watched it was black and white. Well, and, and just to really, I mean, set the stage on this too. I mean, this movie was, I think it was, it was made in 1946, which yeah. really actually, and in, in general makes it at least in my long list of movies, I got to remember when, uh, Charlie Chaplin's the dictator, I think it was one of my <laughs> oldest, uh, movies before, before this one. That's gotta be before this. So, I, yeah. it, it was in the forties. It was yeah. in the, and it was like, was it really yeah, it was in like the mid to late forties. Okay. So 45, 46. So they had to have been really close. Uh, and, uh, and I'll have to go back and see, but I mean, we're talking 1946. Um, and so it was really interesting. Uh, my wife and, and, uh, and my stepson Devin ended up, uh, going down to, uh, to Chad's place and, and sitting with, uh, Chad and Kayla and watching this movie and to get my family down there to watch a 1946 film, uh, needless to say, nobody was really enthused about it. Right. Yeah. yeah but, but can you blame them? Because like, there's something incredibly intimidating about watching a movie like that. Absolutely. Like, like I've been trying to get Clint to watch Casablanca for years. I'm talking ten years, but it's 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 intimidating to just say to sit down and watch a movie that like that is black and white or that is just uh, that old. I mean, like I, I've actually found uh, out uh, now, you know, especially over the last like however many years I've been going back and watching some of these older movies. Uh, some of the older movies actually I enjoy more than you know a lot of the the nowadays movies yeah, right absolutely um the only thing is that i would say that was intimidating this was my my wife's concern so anybody out there that has any uh you know wives or husbands or children out there that have concerns about watching this was the length of it you know everybody says how long this movie is and really it's two hours and 11 minutes i think okay. was what the actual running time was uh, and if you think about that compared to the avengers i mean that's like that's, that, yeah. yeah, it's it's not as long, right? So uh, I think in in today's it actually actually it was kind of interesting. We went from really long movies to like in like the eighties and nineties and probably early two thousands. I feel like about every movie was an hour and a half, hour and forty five, and now we're to if a great movie comes out and it's not three hours, I'm disappointed now. Yeah, you know <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, that's a it kind of flies in the face of reason because right now with 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 devices and social media and stuff. People are have shorter attention spans. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, like if you don't, if if your movie isn't uh, isn't entertaining for a long period of time, people are reaching for their cell phones and stuff, and like you're checking your messages and you miss a huge part of the movie. Like I don't care, I don't care what anybody says. If you're checking your tech, your your phone or whatever during a movie. You're not paying attention. Hey. Ah, you're not multitasking. You're not paying attention. You miss two minutes of every movie just from blinking. Yeah, is that really? just from a, just from fact. blinking. That's, that's a, a great that, fact. That, that's a that. fact. Two minutes in every movie on average, wow. uh, just from blinking. So imagine every that's time that you're putting set. your eyes on uh, on your phone or yeah. whatever else. Exactly. So. And if you're just reading a text, you're not you're not paying attention. So you're missing that part. And I don't want I don't want to preach about that, but it's it's that's why I love preach the, on brother. The, yeah, that's why I love like the theater situation and like uh, you know we have we have our movie Thursdays. That's uh, it, that uh, my wife, my daughter, and I. We sit down and we watch whatever new movie comes out, or we go to the theater and watch whatever movie come out because it's like it's like an escape, and you just shut off all devices. That's a great thing. I love well, that. Well, and getting back to it's a wonderful life. The interesting part about that, I truly was. My wife is one of these. You said it uh, with Kayla. You know, turn on a movie, fifteen minutes out, it can be the best exactly. movie in the yep. world, uh, and she's uh, sacked out. And I looked over, you know, shortly into it. Uh, there, the uh, you know, when we when we watch this. Uh, and, and heck, my boy Devin, he's wide awake. Yeah. <laughs> my wife Kelly, she's wide awake. You yeah. know, like everybody was yeah. intently watching this absolutely yeah. wonderful movie. And I, and I and I I don't want to call Kelly out here, but I feel like she came into that not expecting to like it. 
like I feel like just I feel like she came in not wanting to like it, but or not expecting to like it, I should say. And then by the first thing she said of it, she's like, "That was a really great movie." Yeah, it was. And 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 it's funny because I probably had my own expectations, you yeah. know, that I didn't voice. And uh, but and it is interesting. You get all the way through it, and you end up realizing that uh, the actual, you know, the acting in it is fantastic. The, yeah, it's written absolutely wonderfully, beautifully written. Um, yeah. Yeah. and then in the end, it's a just a great story, right? Great story. I mean, uh, and so so all of that goes hand in hand, and I think all of that ended up to just being. It is one of the best Christmas movies, yeah. if not the best yep. Christmas movie. Yep. And 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 yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Uh, I think that a big part of that is how much you love the characters too. Absolutely. Yeah. Like George yeah. Bailey, uh, Jimmy Stewart. Like, man, do you not just like? Uh, do you not just want to say, man, I like this? And he's and he's and he's human. You know, he's 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 got all of those aspects that make it make him relatable on a level where he, you know, he's not perfect. He screws up. Yeah, I mean, he screws up a lot. You know, whether that be financially or family life. Or whatever, you know. There's certain points where you're like, "Ooh, ooh, don't do that, don't do that, George." You, you know, know, like speaking of his character, which is really, I mean, the whole point of the movie is yeah, yep, is, yep. is really around George's character. Um, what I liked about it is, especially at the beginning, um, it's all about George, and George thinks of himself, and he thinks only about himself. Right? Going I'm out. gonna get, I'm conquer getting out of the out of this town. I'm gonna go conquer the world. I'm gonna travel all over the place. And every time that he was on screen, it was him, 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 yep. and him. Right? And and the interesting part throughout the movie that really doesn't change. No. It's just that he's always thinking about himself until something happens, and he always makes the decision that benefits others. Yeah. Right? Even though he's talking about himself. Yeah. And I thought that was really relatable because I know a lot of people personally uh, that think like that. Right? That they may be you know, talking about themselves, but their actions are actually yeah. helping other people, yep. right? And I, I and I thought that was a really cool aspect of George's character. That's that's absolutely correct, and that's exactly what it is. Because he goes through life, he's got his own dreams, and he wants to do, he wants to travel the world, and he's talking about all these places that he wants to travel and all these things he wants to do, and then uh, an opportunity comes up that he need that the people need him, the 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 townsfolk of uh, Bedford Falls, yep. right? Bedford Falls needs him. No, it's Potterville. Yeah, Potterville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bedford Falls or Potterville needs him, and he and he answers the call. Yep. And and that's the that's just kind of the tone of it. He's like, I don't want to be doing this. I don't want to be kind of like kind of like another contrarian uh, Christmas movie, uh, Die Hard, where he says, I don't want to be the guy, but I am the guy. Yeah. So I got to answer the call. And that's I mean, so basically George Bailey is John McClane. <laughs> okay, yeah. so it's a weird connection, but yeah. I can roll yeah. with it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I also liked, you know, at the very beginning, um, you know, you have basically the angels, you know, up there that are talking and saying, hey, you know, George needs our help, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I thought it was such a cool way to start the movie of saying, uh, well, Clarence, you know, before we can send you down to help George on this, you know, very important day, uh, you need to know who George is, right? Which yep. really I thought was, it was such a cool way to take the audience and say, we're going to take you back through George's life, right? Especially yeah. the key parts uh, and show you why and how he's gotten to where he is, right? Yeah. And I thought that was just such such a well-written transition on on really giving me somebody's backstory. Yeah, it, it was. And, and the thing is, like, it starts off the movie without being shy about what this movie's about. Like, it tells you, like, this is Angels. Uh, we're, we're basically, George is going to be faced with a life-saving life or... Uh, life-altering decision at the end of this movie, yeah. and we're going to take you back and show you how he got to this point. And the way they like, 
and like I said, it's just it just blinks on a screen basically that they start this off with, and then you have this awesome cutscene where you go back to George saving his brother, yep. and oh man, it is a beautiful movie. It really is. It's a beautiful movie, and and you mentioned you mentioned the angels and stuff, and Clarence being the underdog. Clarence is the underdog angel. So, like, I I feel like Clarence was like he was perfectly cast. I don't know who played Clarence, but man. That was so spot on, and the way he played back and forth, the the uh, the chemistry that they had between George and and Clarence was fantastic because they just played off of each other. Oh yeah, constantly, and it's like it's like it was great because it was this this nonchalant uh, a feeling of, of of from Clarence that was great, and I feel like he was only in the, the third act and the, just a partial bit. But but that brings up a question: Who's your what's your favorite movie or your favorite movie Angels? <laughs> movie <laughs> angels because like i feel like clarence is a is a top tier angel so what is your favorite movie angel like besides this one <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, yeah wow i'm like sitting here trying to think of like other movies i man i this is probably like wasn't ben affleck an angel fallen angel maybe in dogma like wasn't like wouldn't that be would that be a <laughs> like you brought up a, you brought up a Kevin Smith movie all right <laughs> like I love that I I'm, love just, I'm just trying to think back yeah, of yeah, like yeah, movies yeah. that have angels and I want to say I, him and Matt Damon were like the fallen angels let's or put whatever. that let's put that movie on the list to watch uh, sometime down the road because I haven't watched Dogman forever but yeah I think he would be right I, mean, I, like, I think that I think I that think was him it and, him and uh, Matt Damon yeah, Matt yeah. Damon they were yeah. uh, they were uh, uh, angels in that movie that's a great great call out. Yeah, the other one would be like, I don't know, um, does uh, Patrick Swayze and Ghost count? Oh, wow. <laughs> no, that's, he does. That's I, I don't know. He does. Is that right? an angel? You know, it's funny because uh, because leading up to this, I was thinking, I'm like, didn't Whoopi Goldberg play a, a ghost in a movie? But it wasn't. It, she played the uh, she, savant yeah, or whatever yeah. you want to call her that, that talked to Patrick Swayze. Great call out. Uh, yeah. Let's get a high five on that one. Let's do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> great one. Um, I, I, think, I think one of mine would be Mike, uh, Michael. I, I don't, you may not even remember this movie. Is that the John Travolta movie, yes. Michael? Okay, so I don't think I've ever seen it. Okay. Uh, there there were a bunch of movies back in the 90s that John Travolta just rolled out, like a Phenomenon, kind yep. of an angelic thing. Have you seen Phenomenon? Another one I think I've, pro- I've probably, like, TNT watched it, yep. right? I, I think that my mom must have had a huge uh, crush on John Travolta or something like that. Because <laughs> You've I've seen, s- seen them all. I've seen so many John Travolta <laughs> movies. And, like, I remember watching Michael. Like, Michael was this movie that we watched a lot in our household when I was growing up. And I have no clue why. It uh, wasn't a great movie, but I loved it. John Travolta played another angel in Face Off. <laughs> played an angel in Face Off? Yeah. They played Nick Cage, and Nick Cage is an angel. So oh. I, mean, that, <laughs> I like that too. Right? Another high five. Do high fives this, this show? Yeah, I like that. Wow, uh, it's great. What movie are we talking about again? I don't. Oh, I was talking about Michael. You're talking about Face Off, but yeah, it's great. No, I remember my. I remember my mom even talking about like when when John Travolta does the battle in Michael, uh, which he was the fallen angel that was. I don't even remember why he was there. Great movie though. Great movie. Uh, a lot of great angel movies. Uh, City Angels. Can you think of City of Angels without singing the song from uh, Oh man, Johnny Resnick and the Goo Goo Dolls? A uh, slide. Iris. 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 I mean, Slide is a great one. That was on the same album, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so it was like our yeah. junior year in high school. Or he something. just performed. Actually, was funny. Totally off topic, but he just performed at the Macy's Day Parade. Was that what it was? Johnny Resnick, yeah. I'm like we're sitting there watching it on on yeah. Thanksgiving, you know. 
And all of a sudden, I, I'm sitting there and I'm like, wait a second, what is this that I'm hearing? Right? Because I think he has one of the best voices yeah. like ever, you know? Yes. And uh, and anyway, yeah, it was Johnny Resnick. So, so I had to like explain to my boy like who this guy was. I'm like, oh, oh it's Cuckoo Dolls. Oh, man. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to we're gonna have to sit Devin down and just be like, all right, we're gonna <laughs> we're, we're gonna listen to the entire Matchbox Twenty and and uh, Goo Goo Dolls albums back hey, to back. And we were listening. Forced him into it. I picked him up at school today, and uh, he was uh, rocking out to. Uh, uh the beatles actually driving home wow. so it was it was kind of fun we we do a lot of a lot of old school oh, uh, old school rock got to. so got to oh yeah uh yeah, it's funny because uh kayla and i were actually watching uh it wasn't it wasn't the macy's day parade but it was shortly after there was like a it was like a christmas in brooklyn maybe maybe one of the watchers can tell me what it was, it was i remember laying on the floor and i'm like and i'm working with kayla and i'm like uh what it, i'm like that sounds familiar who is that and you just look up and it's this old guy <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that's Johnny Resnick singing a Christmas song, so he's got a Christmas album now. Oh, now. well, maybe that's what he was doing at the Macy's that's Day what I'm Parade. Was it, was it the Christmas yeah. album? Yeah, it may have been the whole Christmas. And honestly, album. I, like I need to add some uh, some Goo Goo Dolls or some Johnny Resnick from to my Christmas Jams album. Oh yeah, I like my that. playlist. I like yeah. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. So so back on uh, back on it's a wonderful life. So we end up uh, we end up going through this, and uh, I think one of the other interesting pieces. Um, was like the actual villain, right? Which was the Mr. Potter, yeah, right? Mr. Kimmer Potter, yeah. uh, the the guy that basically ran the town, Ebenezer right? Scrooge through and through. Yeah, yeah. And, and I found his character really he wore a hat like yours. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yes, <laughs> uh, uh, but I I found it interesting of just like you know we talked about the penguin last episode yeah. being incredibly repulsive, right? Yeah, this guy was repulsive in the sense of morals. Yeah, right. Like he was morally repulsive, um, and and it really started at the very beginning of the of the movie. But like when he found the eight thousand dollars that the guy accidentally gave him, oh, it was like it made you hate that guy to his core. Yeah. What is eight thousand dollars today? It's got to be. It's got to be. $60,000. We will we will do the calculation and actually post that up right, right here, here on the screen. Okay, yeah. This is it. Right here. There yeah. it is. There it is. That's the that's the <laughs> number. That's how much 8,000 is. That's a lot more than I was <laughs> expecting, I think. I think. <laughs> we'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah, but no, but to, to to bring that point, uh you're right, Mr. uh Mr. Potter, he was so much uh as much as you love George Bailey and Clarence and uh, Mary, which, by the way, it's really hard not to talk about Mary without using an accent. I know mm. we said no more accents. <laughs> Last episode, we said out. no more accents. Cut that out episode one. Yeah. But, uh, no, as as, as easily, easy as they were to like, uh, it was just as easy to hate Mr. Potter. I mean, you hated him. And he didn't do anything astronomically bad. It wasn't like he was this – I mean, he was a horrible person, but he wasn't doing anything that was easily um, definable. You know, he wasn't out murdering people or anything like that. He was just holding people down and not helping them. You yeah, know? I mean, he like I think that's where I go back to like morally. Yeah, like he, he was Absolutely. just he's just not what I would consider that good wholesome guy by any means, right? Totally I mean, he looked out for himself and he didn't care who he stepped on to get you know to, to get to the top, right? Absolutely. And they talked about the fact that he he had more money than he could ever even imagine spending, but yet he just didn't care. He just wanted nope. to crush whoever was below him it's really what i would say it's like the uh it's the old school wall street capitalist right yeah. like i'm talking like the oh yeah back in the day right like i think this this guy was probably the same villain if we would start doing a whole bunch of movie reviews from older movies it's probably the same villain show and show right? exactly and and and, and it has to be a, a part of the times because at that point like that that that, that exact 
type of person oh, was absolutely. very fresh in the minds of whoever the director was. Uh, I wrote it down over there. I can't remember who it was. Uh, this is Chad trying to read his own handwriting yeah. on a whiteboard that's <laughs> yeah. sitting but over the, there. Whoever the, the director was, they, like they had to be alive at that point. I mean, and, and know exactly what that was. So yeah. that's probably where it was derivative from. Um, one of the uh, one of the other things that I thought was uh, pretty interesting, uh, and I mentioned this to Chad after the after the movie was over. Um, this movie is incredibly relatable to today's times, right now. When I say that, it's of course the how people talk and 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 how it looks may be all different, but the actual story is very much the same, right? Uh, I thought it was incredibly interesting when you thought about the uh, the housing issues that uh, that these folks yeah. were having in Bedford Falls, right? From having uh, incredibly rundown places with high rent of things of that nature, trying to build their own, you know, George helping them build Bailey Land or Baileyville or wherever. Potters, Pottersville, yeah. No, no it was oh yeah, 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 yeah. Bailey, yeah, 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 yeah where yeah, he, where, yeah. yeah, where he was uh, building all the houses. Uh, but I thought all of that, and even just the the story in general, was very relatable still today you know still 70 years later and it's like this is this is really relatable to 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 today's world yeah uh i mean regard any yeah exactly that's totally i think it's gonna be that's that's a timeless feeling uh if you read my my blog that i'm gonna, I'm gonna put in the comments or whatever but um it, it talks about like you know th that that feeling when you're just down you know like you yep. know like like what george is feeling that you just feel down and whatever it was like you just have these it seems like everything is coming down on you at that one time. It's like, you just can't get out. And everybody feels that whatever their problems are, everybody feels that at one point or another, everybody realizes that there's just like, man, this, this sucks, you know, trying oh. to get out of that. And, and, and this, the, the message of this, this movie, it, it, it still resonates today. Just like, no, what you've done in your life, you've done, you've, you connect with people, people love you no matter what. And it just, it's a great it's a great story. It's a great message to go through. It, it does make you, you know, go back and start thinking of of the lives you've impacted, yeah. or, or even just the small little things yep. that have that have happened in your life, or who has impacted you. Even, you know, even you know, you think about just maybe somebody even on a whim who maybe stopped and 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 made yeah. you think of things differently. You know, uh, because it was interesting in the end. Spoiler alert on a 1946 film. Yeah. Uh, the issue that George was dealing with was was he was essentially going to go broke. Yeah. Uh, and he was contemplating killing himself for. Going to jail, yeah. well, but the thing is. And, and going to jail. But, but for insurance money, right? He's going to kill himself for insurance money. Uh, but the, the crazy part is on this. It was eight grand, right? Yeah. Like, is even then, for however much eight grand is. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it it's nothing compared to your life right yeah. and it, and it's yeah. nothing it's it's nothing that you can't get over at that point in time and i thought that is a a key message behind this which is i mean that's a heavy message that's a that's a tough message it to is. have uh but it is i think something incredibly important yeah absolutely and and, I, and again we're going into something a lot a lot heavier than, <laughs> no, than I, batman returns which you have to though yeah, right but, but that's exactly what it is it's it's just a great it's it's a great thing and you look at the people that he touched Throughout his life, whether it be just a, a a chance, you know, you look at you look at one com uh one character, Violet, uh the girl yeah. that that, yep. that didn't fall in love with him, that he didn't didn't love, you know, but it, he was married to Mary, but he always treated her with respect and he took care of her. Um, you could tell that it that he affected her life just by being kind and helping her out in some little bit when she needed. It wasn't anything ever bad, you know, like like he gave her a kiss on the cheek and it's like. 
there was no shame in it. It was just, I'm just helping this woman out and just truly, it's just a great he, thing helping people out. That's actually an interesting one because he actually helped her uh, in the chance of, of kind of tarnishing his own reputation, yep. right? Because yep. they threw that in his face as soon, you Correct. know, Mr. Potter was... Oh, you've been, you know, yep. basically having an affair with Violet because yep. you've been giving her money. And that's not at all, right? He was right. he was giving her 10 bucks here, 5 bucks there or whatever to to get her through. I think she was trying to get to New York on the on the last little bit there. Think, yeah. uh, but truly an innocent relationship that was a a wholesome relationship, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. And that's just it. You're like you can't ultimately you can't do wrong by just being a good person. Is what yep. like just be a good person and just help where you can, you know, if you never know where it's going to, to play out. So, or where it's going, who is going to help more than what you need. You know? Let's get a high five on be kind to everybody. Yeah, there we go. Like Woo. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's get off, let's get off the, uh, the, the heavy stuff. And the, the real, I mean, it's, it's, it's Christmas time. So we should be on this. This is a perfect topic. For it is. Christmas. It however, is. however, we need to talk about some stuff like Burton Ernie. Uh, okay. So first off, somebody out there <laughs> needs to tell us, yeah. uh, please comment below. Is Burton Ernie from It's a Wonderful Life? Like, is that Burton Ernie that this guy and I know? Yeah. Or are Burton Ernie from It's a Wonderful Life from Sesame Street? Because I don't, I don't I have no clue. Or maybe it's just a it can't be. Like two powerhouses no. like this can't be. No, Sesame Street's not that old. It's not. It can't oh. be. It's Jim uh Jim Henson. Jim Henson wasn't like he would have been like no, you're right. my parents' age, right? I have no clue. He, I don't he's, know. He's dead. Uh, well, yeah, but I think he died of like cancer. Yeah, Jimmy Stewart's also dead, so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it I don't think. Be. I don't think it could have been. It I don't think. Be. Yeah, I think. I think Burton Ernie was there an Oscar in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Did they get an Oscar from this was, movie? Was Violet? Was Big Bird's real name Violet? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're just woo. Yeah, yeah we're, now we're now, now yeah. we're getting off the the, the happy. Or the, no, I I I really I. I really would like to know though i mean did bert and ernie is this where the inspiration from jim henson came from i i, I feel like it's got to be or it's, it had to be play a part because of the fact that they reference i think that uh, bert the cop and ernie the taxi driver or vice versa maybe yeah. something like that but like they they reference it's bert and ernie like they reference it a couple of times they're like well, and it was so in your face that like as a ses- I mean, I'm not even saying I was a Sesame Street kid, but you know, I did watch Sesame Street. Until someone proves us wrong, we're saying that Bert and Ernie from S- from Sesame Street yeah. was created based off of Bert and Ernie, <laughs> yeah, and it's absolutely. a wonderful life. Absolutely. Where's we need the so the, Oscar we- the Grouch is clearly Mr. Potter. It's Oscar Potter, <laughs> and I don't know who George Bailey would be. It can't be. It's got to be Gonzo. Gonzo, Gonzo your fa- what's your favorite Sesame Street? Gonzo character? was my favorite yeah. actually growing up. It was one more high five. Yeah, Gonzo has got to be right. It was yeah. yeah. Gonzo was my favorite. Gonzo or Animal? Animal was up there. Yeah, uh, Animal was good. Yeah, and then yeah. like randomly, like after I think you and I were all uh, grown up, and then it like Elmo's the rage now, and I'm like I don't even remember Elmo. I, I didn't think so either. Like, like I don't remember. Was Elmo, Elmo not even a thing back I then? I don't know if he was. I don't remember Elmo ever being. But but I remember when I was probably what were we? Were, 25 somewhere around there where uh, talking tick, elmo tick, or tickle, t- me. tickle me elmo tickle yeah me elmos were yeah so yeah no that's uh what's uh what, what what's besides ps5 is there any other are there any other christmas must-haves this year that everybody are out there like or xbox series x's yeah, yeah. no I've xbox series x's no ps5s what is the hottest item besides those two things yeah yeah let us know in the comments because i have no clue other yeah. than like my daughter's 
my daughter's old enough, so uh, she's she's not interested in. What have we lived me. through so far? So we've had Tickle Me Elmo, which was crazy. Yeah, the the Furbies weren't the Furbies. Oh, Fur- Furbies were insane. Yeah, they were taking over everywhere. They uh, they went down quick though. Weren't, weren't the like. LOL dolls or something like that last year? There was something crazy last mm. year. Man, I, I've I probably struggled the last few years trying yeah. to keep up. My boy's old enough that it's That's like what, fo- it's like football jerseys yeah. now for me. So yeah, uh, I'm trying to What's think. Good for him for that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, good for him for not being a Patriots fan because that's not cool at all. Again, back to that. I mean, he is getting a Tom Brady and an Edelman jersey, yeah. but you know, and see, and <laughs> that's that's a negativity that he doesn't need in his life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I can't post this until after Christmas now. So great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well yeah good, good point yeah, yeah that's fantastic we'll go, we'll go back and rewind and, and bleep that bleep yeah that we'll out. bleep that one yeah. out so um so so back on uh back on the uh on the uh on the movies so the other interesting part that i thought with uh it's a wonderful life too that i thought was just kind of cool uh it's kind of like the american dream built into it yeah and uh it is really heavy on that right uh, which I thought the cool part, at least uh, the the way that I looked at it, is you have these two young lovebirds uh, that end up finding this completely run down house, right? Yeah. And it's like they're throwing rocks and breaking the windows to ultimately they end up yeah. like fixing this thing up and moving into it. And I thought there was like a really cool story there that, again, that whole like American dream of like two kids trying to make it, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it does go down. I mean, that's that's the basis i guess that's the basis of the whole story because you, you start out with with a young couple that that don't have a penny of their name you know and they're they're taking over they they have dreams of going off even they're 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 they once they get married they have their honeymoon or they're going off to their honeymoon and then they got two thousand mm. dollars i think is what it was yeah and then i think it was the and i had a little bit of trouble understanding that the so great depression basically hit the, the depression so the run hit. on the banks yeah and, and, and yeah. I, i'm not i'm not i'm not privy to that knowledge um, on why they had to keep the banks open at that time. If anybody knows in the comments and let me know, because I'm always all about educating, educating myself on those subjects, but um, they basically, they had to keep the banks open and that sort of thing to till six o'clock or. Whatever. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't understand the six o'clock part. I yeah. guess yeah, they, I, I yeah, didn't understand Mr. that. Mr. Potter said, if you close the bank doors before six o'clock, uh, you'll never open again. So in order to maintain that, they had to stay up until six o'clock, which I have no clue why. And they still had $2. Yeah, two dollars. They were gonna frame them up, and then and what was great is building off of what you said is is that they were. Uh, he goes home, or to his new home, his honeymoon at the I think they called it the Waldorf. Yeah, or something yeah, like that, yeah, which yeah. That run pouring down. rain and leaking yeah, everywhere. Yeah, Bert and Ernie out there like helping out, uh, hanging up his traveling signs. You know. Yeah, like, yeah, and that's that's just the that's that's another like the home is where you make it type of thing, yeah. and and she wasn't upset that they had to cancel their whole plans to help the business. Uh, she wasn't because she knows that she was, uh, she found the man that she loved and, and they were happy no matter what. That is such a uh, cool, that is a Christmas story through and through. So great. Well, he, he even, great. he even references that right. A couple of times, Chad, like where uh, he's like, Hey, why are, are you upset that you married me versus Sam? Right. Yeah. Sam's the, the Sam's the, the millionaire, millionaire the, in, yeah. in, in, in New York. Yeah. And, and so Rochester, like there is Buffalo. that, Buffalo Mafia or Bill's Mafia in uh, New York area. So 
So is that going to be a thing? Like every time we got to throw out I'm going to bring up Bills Mafia. So as much as I can, especially now that the Bills are 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 dominating the the NFL, and I'm I'm thinking it's you know until until there's a Super Bowl win, it's probably going to be a thing. Well, hey, as long as uh, Josh Allen is dominating for me in my fantasy, <laughs> then uh, hey, I'll ride this we'll, uh, this wave we'll too. We'll see it's so. playoff time. Playoff time. So we got like three weeks before uh, there's potential of us playing each other. Now. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> First and second, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I've done a lot of high fives. High yeah, fives a lot are of high fives. Uh, all right, so so that kind of brings us to the to the tail end of uh, of it's a wonderful life, and I thought it was, um, I thought it was incredibly interesting, you know, like when basically uh, Clarence says that you're you're no longer born, right, and yeah. he gets to see the world the way that it's no longer born, and for me, I had a direct correlation to like. Ebenezer Scrooge yeah, yeah, yes. of uh, of basically like the, the ghost of Christmas past yeah. and things of that, because that's really the kind of the feel that this movie almost gave. And I wasn't expecting that. I've again, I've never watched this, uh, but I thought that was an incredible uh, fun turn of events of watching him go through this agonizing view of the world without George Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it just, and again, it goes back to that point of just showing you exactly uh what impact you have on people and you don't even know it. You know, that uh, that's, that's the beauty of it is the fact that you impact people's lives every day. It's that butterfly effect where, you know, you help out this person, this person helps out this person, or you say something or do something, just this little act of kindness that just resonates well, with everybody. And that's the thing. I was not expecting him to just randomly run into Aston Kutcher either. I mean, that's what was just like totally crazy in that Ashton movie. Aston Kutcher? I don't in the butterfly effect. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right I sorry. Got you. I sorry. Got you. We're at the tail end of a show. Can, can I got to keep the, uh, the, 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 what's the Mario. But before we do that, like we haven't talked about any of the other Christmas movies. I mean, like it's Christmas time. It's, uh, you, you got your top hat on. We need to talk about other Christmas movies. You have, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Let's, let's take this one out of the equation. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Not including this one. Uh, so if I had to go with my absolute favorite Christmas movie, I'm going to go, man, I, I hate saying it cause I'm probably just like the normal, like 30 some year old person that's going to say this, but I'm gonna have to go home alone and stamp it. Oh, I, 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 I see the thing is like being that age. I, I mean, home alone is, I watched home alone too. I think with my grandparents, uh, at the Milan cinema. So like. I totally get that. I, I, where, I where, where are you going? But I, I would say, I would think that everybody would say Elf. I think that Elf is like the <sighs> like. I thought that that's where you're going to go with this thing. It's later in life for me. Okay. You know, I mean, it's okay. just it's it's that's like that's like my adult life when Will Ferrell's funny, but it's oh, like yeah. not like like the joy of Christmas that I grew up with. Yeah, but but when he sings when when he's in the bathroom and she's singing, maybe it's cold outside, and he chimes in with that. No, no. Elf is one of the greatest Christmas movies going. Yeah. I can't. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, I think for me personally, I think, I think I have to go with Home Alone. I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm not going to disagree with that. Uh, what about, uh, what about Scrooge? Scrooge. I, what, Scrooge what, with Bill, Bill Murray. Yeah. I think I remember some of that. All but right. We need, yeah. we, next Christmas, we'll put that <laughs> yeah, on we'll the list. We'll have to throw that on the list. D- yeah. How, how about y'all out there? What's your, what's your all time favorite Christmas movie? Uh, are we completely off the mark on this? Do you agree with anything that we've stated on this? Be sure to leave us a, a comment down below. Let us know. And, uh, and hey, give us some, uh, some ideas. We got uh, some, uh, some thoughts for some uh, New Year's Eve uh, 
movies coming up, some Valentine's Day movies. Give us some uh, some ideas on some other movies that you'd like to see us uh, talk about here. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of movies coming out right now, so now's the time to throw it. Like, let's do some old school stuff, and yeah. I think, get- I think some older movies would be fun, but I would like to maybe have a conversation about uh, 1984 at some point oh, in time. Wonder Woman's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. HBO Max and, and in cinemas. Uh, I feel like I feel like that's the the upper echelon of the uh, the DC movies, no matter what. You, I I gotta say though, you know what's better than subscribing to HBO Max is having a friend that subscribes to HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. by far yeah, the touché, best. So. Touché, touché. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. As always, I'd like to say thank you for, you know, joining in on this and, and, and watching us uh, talk about It's a Wonderful Life. I think that we are going to put our stamp on greatest Christmas movie of all time. Are we going to do it? Yeah, I think you got, yeah, I think it's, I, I think there's no, no, despite my wife's really good Grinch impression, like I'm going to say this is definitely the stamp. All right. This one being the best Christmas stamp, movie of all time. Best Christmas movie of all time. So. Hey, and with that, I just want to say thanks for joining. Thanks for watching. Make sure to visit uh, Chad's blog. We'll post that down in the comments there. He writes absolutely wonderful things. So make sure you read that. Uh, and uh, and also give us a subscribe. Make sure you ring the bell to get notified of any new content that uh, that we push out there. And, uh, and with that, the credits are rolling. Lights turn it on. That's the end of the show, folks.